Hello and welcome to a playoff edition of the Loud City Podcast. I'm your host, Ryland Styles. You can find me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. You can find the show on Twitter at Loud City Pod. You cannot find our co-host Xavier on Twitter. Nah, can't find me there. Like, I wouldn't even use it for for the team. But you can find them on the Loud City Podcast. And Xavier, finally, we've made it to the playoffs. Yep, the team finally made it. We had some uh, doubts. Yeah, but scary. they won out 3-0, Houston and on. And they uh, they sealed the deal. They got they got fourth thanks to Portland. Thanks to Portland. I never thought I'd say that. I was really scared <laughs> yeah. of playing Portland, as you know. But the Thunder will not play Portland. We'll tell you who they'll play later on. But first, let's review last night's Grizzlies game. Let's give your first takeaway from the game. My first takeaway was they relaxed after the halftime. Yeah, they came out. You know, Russ already. I think he was close to a triple double. He was halfway there at halftime. Yeah, he had already had like eleven. And then, you know, you got, like, five later on, and then they left their foot off the gas. And, and then, I can't really even blame them for that. Like, that's been yep. a pattern this whole year was was to take your foot off the gas. But this time it was kind of warranted. You know, last game of the season against a terrible team. And even the fans took their foot off the gas. I mean, they started chanting, we want Nick Collison with seven minutes to go in the third quarter. Uh, they were kind of done with it, you know. Yeah. And the uh, – it was just it was just kind of a weird game because you know the Grizzlies got hot all of a sudden. There was a, mm-hmm. some good contests. They just went in, um, you know. But the Thunder they weren't really trying. Yeah. You, like, look at the scores: one hundred twenty-seven. I think the Grizzlies scored. <laughs> yeah. And you know the hundred uh, the Thunder scored like a hundred what thirty something. Yeah. It was it was a really fun offensive game. Not yeah. a lot of defense though. But my biggest takeaway, of course, was Russell Westbrook's triple double. Yeah. I mean, obviously he didn't get triple double in the game, but he clinched it for the whole season. That was an impressive showing. I mean, it was really fun to be there and, and to hear the crowd after every rebound get so loud uh, as if they just won the finals. They, they were just erupting for every single rebound. Uh, it, w- it was really fun. And then, of course, we got to talk about Paul George. I mean, he was incredible yeah. last night. Incredible. He dropped uh, 40 on the Grizzlies. I thought his, you know, he, he looked more confident, more in rhythm. And uh, I don't know, he just found his range against the Grizzlies. He always, he always plays good against the Grizzlies. And uh, I thought he had some great open looks towards the end, but he kind of he didn't make them. I think he was letting off the gas too, like yeah. he was like kind of half-heartedly shooting the ball. But I thought you know Russell had a magnificent game, and uh, you know Paul capitalized on that. I think he went seven for seven to start yeah. from three. I mean he was incredible. I mean thirty yeah. points at halftime, man. You couldn't have asked for much more from him. And Into I think the line, that, yeah, yeah, I think that that's a very good stepping stone for him because he was struggling coming into this week. He's had a fine week, a very good game yesterday, and now it's playoff time. Now this is what you've played for all year long. The ups and the downs are now over. It's a clean slate, you know. Yeah, we're starting Sunday. It's it's the new season. That's what everyone yeah. says, and so we're here. And then of course Corey Brewer sadly hurt his knee. Yep. But it seems like everything's on the up and up from what we've heard after the game. Yeah, even at the replay, even live, it mm. didn't look that bad. And the only reason I thought you like it might be bad is like his reaction, he was mm-hmm. clutching the knee. His so reaction the team's again. reaction going yeah. around him. I I thought that was that was cross court from where I was sitting. So I couldn't really see how it happened. I just saw him laying down on the ground holding his knee and then the team run over there so we all thought in my section over here that they that he was done we thought he was yeah. done and then of course that's you kind get of the, the initial reaction too yeah. you know he's just clutching his knee mm-hmm. and, you that's know. for any player that hurts his knee yeah. in, the, in the nba 
but then of course we got the reports that he was laughing and, and walking having, without a limp. Yeah, yeah, having a good time in the locker room. Paul George said that talking to him, he thinks he's going to be okay. Even if you miss Corey Brewer for a game or two or three or four or a series against the Jazz, you should still. Yeah, we'll talk about if they still win it. Yeah. Let's not yeah. spoil anything. Let's focus on the Grizzlies right now. Um, you know, this was a very good game from start to finish. Besides that little buffer period in the middle, whenever they did yeah, that third quarter, they did lax, and I don't think that that was a traditional third quarter meltdown from the Thunder. That's just you know yeah. Grizzlies. Yeah, I think that that was warranted. <laughs> I think this time it was warranted. Yeah. They were playing against a bunch of G leaguers and Mario Chalmers who had to hit an an incredible step back three falling down that I've never seen him make in, since his Kansas days. <laughs> I mean, it was incredible. Yeah, he he doesn't like the Thunder. He always wants to play good against them. But yeah. another thing I was kind of seeing is uh, they've been fouling the three-point shooters. Yeah, I, and, I noticed that uh, as well. I don't well. know if that's, you know, just like a focus or, you know. Yeah. Like some of those calls, you know, they, they yeah. sold it. But, like, still, you oh, don't yeah. want to give the, them any The Grizzlies, I'll give the, I'll give the Thunder a little bit of, of a break. The Grizzlies literally fell on, on every three for yeah. no reason. They just fell. And then the one call on Paul George, he contested the shot. And then they just called a foul because he contested the shot. It didn't alter the shot yeah, itself. Yeah, there was I don't no know. lower body. Mm-hmm. I don't know about the upper body because on yeah. TV you didn't see that part. Yeah. But like lower bodies, but usually the. I, I main think he point. may have caught his wrist, uh, you know, on the shot, but it didn't. It was after the ball was released. It didn't alter the shot, and that's yeah. the way I look at fouls on, on the three point line. Did you intentionally alter the guy's well, shot? Yeah, to me, like on the three point line, it's either you land underneath them. Mm-hmm. And that's like the easiest way yeah. to call it, or if you hit the you know yeah. the wrist, the elbow, like snake yeah. bite them. That's. Yeah. Uh, but like shoulder, you know, that's that's not really a foul. I and hope then they Jeremy don't call that Grant, I mean, Jeremy Grant, of course, is amazing. Uh, again, yeah, he's been he's been feeding. You know, he's yeah. going to get paid this summer. I think, regardless of how he plays in the playoffs, and I think it's going to be by the Thunder. I think that the Thunder are going to retain yeah. him. We'll talk about that more after the season's over as we preview the off season. But I think Houston is gone. I think sadly, Grant, sadly. I mean, I've been, he has potential. I, like, he does. He has a lot of potential. But I think the Thunder, as an organization, are just done with Josh Hughes for whatever the reason. They've I, always. No, I think Terrence is the reason. Yeah, I think. I think that that's that's a huge part of it. But his whole career, though, even before Terrence Ferguson, yeah. kind of jerked him around. Hughes, uh, I mean, and I think now the ride is over. So in this Grizzlies game, there wasn't much to talk about. Besides was really, the triple double, not besides really. the triple double, the history, you know, the yeah. triple double. There was they blew them out, you know. Despite the score, they blew them out from start to finish. They never really had a shot. The Grizzlies didn't really have a shot at coming back. But I still found something to complain about, and that's Billy Donovan. <laughs> I mean, this guy. I mean, this Billy Donovan. He does not understand Nick Collison and what he means to the organization. Scott Brooks would have understood. Yeah. That's the one thing I miss about Scott Brooks is in that moment right there. I don't think Scott Brooks is a good coach. He's okay he's an, for I, development. I think but, he's an average coach. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think that Scott Brooks would get him over the hump. Yeah. But Scott Brooks would have handled that moment ten times better than Billy Donovan did. The only thing Billy Donovan did well, and he didn't even do it, by the way, the assistant coach is the one who picked Nick Collison to go shoot Corey Brewer's free throws. Yeah, the Memphis, uh, what do you call it, interim coach? He Because uh, he couldn't, uh, Brewer couldn't shoot the foul shots. So yeah. yeah. And so that was the only good thing that happened at that game. And it's so infuriating because if you're a longtime Thunder fan, you know this isn't a joke, okay? These fans are not patronizing Nick Collison. He has been with the organization since they were in Seattle. And he was a big component of the 2012 team, 11 team, and all the early Thunder teams getting 21 rebound games before, twice, and, and being this, this 
cornerstone of the organization, a starter in the finals, you know? And so it's just so infuriating that Billy Donovan did him like that because you have to know this is over. Yeah, you, you know at this point he's not coming back. Even if he felt good enough to come back, the Thunder just cannot have another wasted roster spot yeah. with him and Kyle Singler. No, I mean, I love Nick Carlson, but that's just it just can't happen. From a he, basketball it, point it, of yeah, view, yeah. it's time to go. And he knows that. He's a great guy. He's a stand-up guy, and he knows his time is over. As much as he wanted to downplay it yesterday, and he only did that to not have the spotlight on him. Yeah. But the, it's so infuriating that the fact that Russell Westbrook, before the game, brings him to center court, and the crowd goes nuts. People were crying, including me. <laughs> it, was, it was an emotional day, an emotional night, and it started with Russell Westbrook, who said he was his mentor, which of course he was, as he's everyone's mentor. He's a player's coach. He's incredible. And you did not give him enough run in that game. Okay, Like I said, the only good thing about it was Corey Brewer's, he took Corey Brewer's shots. And that doesn't happen if Corey Brewer doesn't get hurt. Yeah, and so, then he doesn't come in. For and then he gets time. yanked right after yeah. he gets pulled. Now, he missed all three free throws, but if you know Nick Carlson, you know that was just because he felt the moment. I mean, yeah. I will take some responsibility. I started an MVP chant in our section for <laughs> Nick Carlson at the free throw line. It was going crazy. The, the, my mom was at the game. She asked, well, wh- well why did everyone yell at Nick Carlson? I thought we were supposed to be quiet whenever a home team's shooting because Nick Carlson just means that much and we were just supporting him. And I, I, don't, I don't begrudge him for missing the free throws because yeah. that was That's such just a tough the moment. spot. That was, he was in the yeah. moment. And so I was glad he made one of them. But, <laughs> but and you know, of course he didn't make one that sequence, but he made one of them in the game. But you see, the problem is that he didn't get enough game minutes. And not only that, at the end of the game, okay, he was in there for the last, like, minute and 30 seconds. Yeah, around two minutes. But he was in there with P.J. Dozier and uh, Dakari Johnson and all those guys. So all the reserves were, were on the bench with him. There was no reserves left to put into the game. What should have happened was, and it, and I, it looked like from being there, it looked like he started to do this because Stephen Adams got off the bench and walked to the, to the scores table. Now, I would have, in a storybook way, I would have wished that this happened. Nick Collison's on the floor. They have one more possession. The clock, you know, the clock's straining, and there is a timeout. And Nick Collison gets to walk off the, the Thunder floor for one more time and just gets to leave uh, his legacy, his mark behind. Because if you're a new Thunder fan, this sounds crazy to you because you don't know the Nick Collison that, that, that the diehards know. Nick Collison meant so much, and it's just, I'll, I'll stop harping on it. We have a lot to get to, but it was just so frustrating. This last game, that's what you give me. I'll be honest, I paid money to go see that game at the start of the year because I planned that trip because it was Nick Collison's last game, and I wanted to be in that moment for him, not for anything else. It it would just so happen that, that Russ got his triple-double that night, but I was going for Nick Collison, and I felt cheated as a Thunder fan that I didn't get to give him the proper send off. And it, it was, it was just infuriating because it just, you could tell Billy Donovan didn't get it. He didn't understand. And he was playing that way, coaching that way the whole game. They were in control of that game the entire time. So this goes back to just a, away from Nick Collison. Now just going to a, a Thunder standpoint, why were they, why were the starters getting so many minutes in that game? The, the game was never in doubt. Even though the scoreboard said eight, ten points yeah, nine, at the end. They nine, cut it to yeah. nine at one point. Yeah. Even though that's what the scoreboard said, 
it's the old saying that it wasn't as close as the score indicates. Yeah, it, it, that was that was true. Like there yesterday. was no momentum change. Absolutely, you know, not. it wasn't like oh here they come. It was just they're making tough shots, mm-hmm. and you know let's clamp down. And eventually that stops, especially yeah. for a team like the Grizzlies who are playing Marshawn Brooks. You know, and so that that part really got to me. If you're a playoff team and you can't hold a twenty point lead against the Grizzlies, who are playing a bunch of scrubs out there, for lack of a better word, <laughs> yeah. then. Go home. There's no point to play in the playoffs then if you cannot hold that lead. So that was ridiculous. And I'm just disgusted right now with Billy Donovan and the fact that he just doesn't get it. Yeah, he's only been here three years, and, you know, he hasn't been here through those early Thunder days, you know, the 2012, 11, yeah. even 10. And see, that's the thing with the fans. I get it. If you're a new fan, I don't, I don't begrudge you. I don't look, I don't look down on you. But if you're a new fan, you think that this is all a joke. It's not. No one's being funny. No one is is being sarcastic when they say this. Nick Collison used to mean something in a basketball sense, and now he means something in a just a person sense. He will have his jersey retired. He'll be the first Thunder player to have his jersey retired. Yeah. Not not exactly because he deserves it in that order, because he was going to be the first to retire. But he will have his jersey retired and the and be the first person to have a Thunder jersey retired. Yeah. That means something. And, and and he didn't I didn't feel like he got the proper send off. And and that's that's my biggest complaint about Billy Donovan. Of all his mess ups and blunders, that one is what got to me last night. It, it seemed to me Donovan was like coaching the game and not really taking it into account like mm-hmm. you know what it's the end of the year. He's these guys is not. He, play he was anymore. coaching as if that was the playoffs, and if that, and if he was scared, he was scared to lose that lead, and he just it was just never in question. It was it was never in question. Yeah, and you know the Thunder did you know drop it to nine points. You know that twenty seven point lead, and I think personally he was just like you know putting them out there to remain composure because if you put like um, Terrence and Josh out there and whoever you know uh, basically put the game in their hands they might you know make some mistakes and now it's really in trouble or scoreboard wise it's in trouble and now you got to play the starters even more so it's it's kind of a weird spot for donovan because it's not like he was working with a well he was working with a 30 point lead and he could have put him in then but uh you know there's kind of thunder lost focus and i think he just kept the starters out there just to ride it out because you know they can take him out of it yeah. But I thought Carlson, uh, he should have got way more. Maybe not just minutes, but recognition. Recognition. At the I, end of the I, yeah, game. I lived, you're exactly right. I could have lived with the lack of minutes. I wanted that moment of, of him walking off Chesapeake Energy Arena the, for the final time. And I wanted, in a storybook way, it couldn't work out this way, but in a storybook way, I would have wanted him to be in the middle of a game. There's a foul or a dead ball. And and Russell Westbrook checks in for Nick Carlson, yeah, and yeah, they exactly and they embrace, and that's the end of it. That's how it ends yeah. because he's not going to get any playoff minutes. There is just no way that 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 happens. As much Unless as it's like a Carlson. major blowout, but you know, and I just don't think this team, and I don't think any team really, for the most part, in the playoffs has that capability of just blowing a team out to the point not where Nick Carlson's in the game. Not this yeah. year, unless Thunder pull a you know Spurs game mm-hmm. one, but you know, I don't know if that will happen. Yeah, and so, you know, they won the game. I was very disappointed about that with Nick Carlson. It was a weird season yeah, it ending. Was, it was you very know, weird. with them the lead and, you know, going in the halftime, like, oh, they got this, you know, mm-hmm. like a 30-point lead, 77 on their head at mm-hmm. half. 
And then it's just a weird season finale. Yeah. Last year's was, you know, it seemed like it had more energy. Yeah. Because, you know, uh, they played, I think, Milwaukee. And uh, it was this feeling of, uh, I don't know, like a It was a celebration. Direction. Yeah. And this kind of, it was like a game to signify the Thunder's, you know, whole year this year. Mm-hmm. You know, having big leads, kind of blowing them because you lose yeah. focus. And, and, that, and that's to your point. That's exactly what I mean by the game was never in doubt because yeah. the Thunder have played this way all year. They've blown leads, huge leads. They've blown them to it's bad like teams, point leads. to bad yeah. teams, to good teams, to indifferent teams. That game, you never, as a fan, you never got that feeling of, oh, here we go again. I didn't think they'd lose. I, I thought they might lose on purpose because, mm-hmm. you know, keep seven seed, but, you know, I, I know they wouldn't jeopardize that with well, Houston. I, but I didn't think that they'd lose anymore once they once it was determined that they couldn't get the seven seed. They'd only get the eight to play the Rockets. I thought then they'd, they'd really want to win it. But but even just in the moment of the third quarter where the, when, the, when the differential's down to nine, yeah, you you never had that feeling or something that goes, here we go again. They've just blown another one, yeah. like you have in most games this year. Yeah, and lately they've been, you know, they've been fixing that, mm-hmm. and they've been, you know, coming back. And they've, I think there was a stat like ever since January, ever since they get like a ten point lead, they haven't blown it. Yeah, and they have, all, they haven't lost the game. I think they've always won. I don't know if that's changed here in the past uh, month or two, but they've been doing a, a better job of keeping the lead and you know winning these close games that they <laughs> let get close. And they've been doing a better job of uh, putting down these you know, trash teams like the yeah. Kings and the Suns. And, you know, they've been, for the most part, uh, you know, doing what they have to do. The Celtics game, you know, you can kind of argue. They yeah. kind of blew that. but And we'll talk about that yeah. here in a second, about, about the games like that. But the Thunder did win this game despite, uh, you know, a, kind of a rant about the game preview in a game that they won 137-123. to and they clinched the four seed because Portland beat the Jazz. And so now, let's preview round one as the Thunder will be the four seed taking on the five seed Jazz. The series starts Sunday at 5.30 Oklahoma time, Central time on TNT. Here's a little quick overview about the Jazz, and then we're going to discuss what we think is going to happen. The Jazz are, 20, are 20th in the NBA in pace. The Thunder are 18th. The Jazz shoot 46% from the floor. The Thunder shoot 45% from the floor. The Jazz, the Jazz shoot 36% from three. The Thunder shoot 35%. The Jazz are top 10 in free throw shooting. The Thunder are 29th. Yeah, second to last. The Jazz struggle to get offensive rebounds, ranking 23rd in that category. But Oklahoma City ranks first in offensive rebounds. So that's a huge differential between these these two teams and what and what will be needed to separate these teams because as you'll see and as you've already seen they are relatively the same team the jazz have the 16th rated offense oklahoma city has the eighth the jazz are first in defensive rating obviously we all know about the thunders defense but that's very impressive to be the first team in defensive rating donovan mitchell is an incredible player in in consideration for rookie of the year averaging 23-3 and rudy gobert is the best defender in basketball, or one of the best in basketball. So, judging by their season averages, they're pretty. They're a pretty close match with each other. Yeah, I think this is a good test. You know, I, I think if the Thunder played like a Pelicans, uh, like maybe if Denver got in, you know, mm-hmm. some of these lower level teams, I, th- I would have been kind of worried just because 
you know, even though it's the playoffs, like, will they take them serious from game one or do they kick it up when they get back home or whenever? Yeah. I think this is a good test. You know, the best defense in the league, they've been on a hot streak. The Jazz have been on a hot streak since the All-Star break. Uh, they've been winning games, holding teams to below 100, and they've been really on a roll when it's behind Mitchell. And uh, the Thunder haven't played Jazz without uh, Robertson. He's played all four, yeah, so they, yeah, they I'm interested four to see. Yeah, they really early. I mean, yeah. th- these are two different teams, of course. You know, the Jazz traded away Rodney Hood, yeah. and they've got Jay Crowder now. These are two totally different teams from when they matched up together. And Royce Young tweeted out a, a quote from the, from the Jazz coach, uh, Quinn Snyder, saying that he's glad that they had to play the Thunder early in the season and not in February. Of course, that was in, I believe, December. And the quote basically means, of course, he doesn't want to play the Thunder whenever they whenever they got it together and got rolling. Yeah. And so I think this is going to be – I think you can't even look at the regular season matchups between these two no. because so much is different. Yeah. Plus the schedule, I think the Jazz were coming off back-to-backs and long yeah. road trips and two of those uh, Thunder home games. Mm-hmm. And, and now even the teams. second the second game of the year they play the Jazz, you can't really count yeah. that because that's the second game of the year. Yeah, uh, which was a very disappointing game for the Thunder after they're blowing out the Knicks, who of course yeah. are not very good, but they still looked very good against the Knicks, even even yeah. before playing such a bad team. And then they laid an egg the next game. But this matchup, like you said, is completely even from a stats perspective. But I think the Thunder have the upper hand because Donovan Mitchell is really their only go to player. This he is the he is the he, Jazz. He is their he is their. He's team. keeping them in the playoffs. And I will I will will always have a hard time betting with a rookie in the playoffs. Yeah, especially a rookie that plays point guard against the Thunder and with Russell Westbrook. Because even if he's up for the challenge and he is tearing it up offensively, if you need to, you can put Paul George on him, and then on offense, whenever the Thunder had the ball, how is he going to defend Russell Westbrook? And if he's not going to defend Russell Westbrook, how is he going to defend Paul George or how is he going to defend the two, which would be a Brenes or Hustis? We'll get into the rotations here in a second. So I think that this series is one the Thunder will win. I absolutely think that they're going to win this. I don't really have a doubt that they'll win it. I have a doubt on what games and, and what yeah, order they'll do it. how many games and how long, yeah. But I think that they'll win this. I think that this is going to give them a lot of momentum compared to if they were to play a, a lower team. yeah. As, we, as we've seen, this team does sleep on opponents and take them lightly. I don't think they'll do that with the Jazz. Like I said, no. the, one of the best defenders in the league on their team and the number rookie one, of the year. On, yeah, number one defense since All-Star break. And the rookie of the year on their team and a great coach on the other sideline. I yeah. mean, I really love Quinn Snyder and what he's done in Utah. I've actually really liked the Jazz all year, but I don't like them enough to pick them against the Thunder. So I think that the Thunder will win, but let's before we talk about how and what and where – Let's talk about what the rotations are going to be like for the Thunder. Well, you know, Brewer's status is up in the air. Mm-hmm. Um, they said they supposed to be reports on how severe his knee was today okay. or tomorrow. Yeah, as um, of right now, we haven't seen any reports about him. Yeah. Let's let's work on the assumption for right now he's out, and then we'll for flip it around. One, yeah. And then we'll flip it around and give you the presumption if he is healthy. That way, no matter what the news comes out later on, you'll know what we think about the rotations. So I think... You know, of course, the obvious starter is Josh, mm-hmm. who hasn't been in the rotation for, uh, you know, quite a while, probably a month mm-hmm. or so by now. And I I trust him against Utah. You know, it's not a fast team. And I, I trust Carmelo also on defense against this team. And he hasn't been played off the floor in any of the games with the Jazz. Yeah. And uh, I, I trust Josh to start the two. His defensive numbers 
uh, with the starters have been really good in the time he's played with them. And, you know, I think I think this is a good test for the Thunder. They have to go against the number one defense. They have to go against, you know, the big center and Gobert. And, you know, this is a good test. I want to see how, how many games this goes and how they approach game one, uh, especially. And game three on the road. Mm-hmm. I think those would be telling games. Yeah. Um, I don't know how long this will go. I'm guessing like five to six. Okay. Um, I've seen some people say seven or, you know, six, seven. I don't know. But I think uh, the Thunder will win. And I think um, this is this is an interesting matchup, you know, playoff-wise. Everything's slowed down. I think down. this is one of the most interesting first-round yeah. matchups they, that there is right now. Yeah. And I think I've seen reports that no one wants to play the Jazz or the mm. Thunder in the playoffs. Yeah. And, you know, they're playing together. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think the – the seating is just really kind of off, you know, yeah, like, it's you kind know, of the Rockets kind of weird, and, yeah. yeah, the Warriors have a really easy seating uh, if they get Curry back, but that's another topic. Yeah, and so my take on their, on their rotations is that I think if Corey Burr's out, you'll see Josh Sunday. Depending on how that goes, I can totally see a lineup to where the bench is shrinking because it's the playoffs. That's, that's what naturally happens in the playoffs. Yeah. You go from playing the most of your bench to playing – six seven guys i think you could totally see a lineup of russell westbrook jeremy grant paul george carmelo anthony and stephen adams i think that that's totally feasible in the playoffs whenever you have to win and have to get off to a good start and the bench and the depth does not matter as much coming off the bench you'd still have uh felton you'd still have patrick patterson i think that that if need be that would be a lineup that that billy dunn would throw out there We've always talked about his his adjustments and his random wacky lineups he uses in the playoffs to kind of catch people off guard. Yeah, he's used it a little bit. I think that he'll use it in the playoffs. I think in the Heat game we saw yeah something there, and the Rockets game because they just had and to win Jeremy those games. Jeremy Grant is just playing out of his mind right now. And another it's thing fun. about the the Jazz is they don't play particularly big. Exactly. Their backup centers like what Udo and sometimes mm-hmm. Favors, and those are slow guys. I mean, Grant can just dribble around them probably. Yeah. Um, so they don't play big, and that's an advantage for the Thunder. And also, if the Thunder want to play small, what like Patterson and Abrinas out there yeah. and shoot threes, that and just limits. Floor, yeah, that know. just limits Gobert because if you see the Portland game, mm-hmm. they just neutralize them. Exactly. And I think that, did that a good really job. helps Stephen Adams yeah. because. If Rudy does decide to lock down Steven Adams and he can't get going, that's not good. But because you have so many threats to the perimeter with Mello and Paul George and Russell. And they've been shooting a lot of threes. Yeah, exactly. making them lately. Yeah, they tied the franchise record last night. I was really mad they yeah. didn't break it. That would have just been too much history for me to see. <laughs> but you're absolutely right. I mean, Derek Favors, I'm not really that scared of on the defensive end. Yeah. you know. And then, and then other than that, their forwards aren't very... There's no shot creators on this yeah, team size, yeah. Mitchell and Rubio. And and, in, and Joe Ingles. I, I'm he's really, okay. See, he's okay in he's every other game. Yeah. He's not oh. going to He's not going to kill every other team. He'll yeah. kill this team because that's just the way it goes. Uh, the Thunder always get that random white guy who's going to light it up from three. <laughs> uh, and we've seen that this season with the Thunder and the Jazz getting together. Joe has lit them up, and I think that that's going to be something that's going to be frustrating, and it will continue in the playoffs. I don't think it will be enough, though. No, this this Utah team really, you know, they don't score enough. 
Uh, even with the slower pace in the playoffs, they just, you know, they struggled to hit 100, kind of like the Thunder did in the uh, October, mm-hmm. November dark days. Um, yeah. I just, like, I was watching the Portland game kind of gave me the idea on how to beat Utah. You know, they were, uh, Portland was very physical with them at the rim, you know, contesting everything, just just pounding Mitchell, and he couldn't make a shot till you know, basically game's over. Yeah, yeah he'll get, you know, layups and uh, free throws because he's, you know, he's good. But if you can just do that to him, maybe even a whole series because, again, he is a rookie. You know, this yeah. isn't a second-year guy. This isn't, you know, Ben Simmons yeah. one year out. Uh, is it t- this is a tough, tough Match it's a tall order for him, you know? exactly. And, and, and if he does well, I know it's a regular season award. He's already my. We'll get to that later. He, he, if he does well in this situation, I mean, he's got to be the, the rookie of the year. Well, reasonable, yeah. Because realistically, are you expecting the Utah Jazz led by a rookie to you know beat any team in the playoffs? No, like I wouldn't like any I, team. I would not just pick, Thunder. No, no disrespect to the Utah fans who are inevitably going to find this podcast and want to listen about the Thunder before their team takes on the Thunder. I would not pick them against any team. Maybe a lower team like the Pelicans. Unless, but. yes, unless unless they're playing teams like that. But but realistically, they're only going to get to play you know the Thunder and teams of that nature. Yeah, I would not pick them this year. But I w- I will say this: they have such a bright future. They do for the first time in franchise history. They finally have a showy, fun, young, athletic guy. Most of their guys are very clean cut and not over the top. Not dramatic, not exciting, but good. They I mean, play they, within a role, yeah. They've had good seasons, and they've had good players. You know, They've had some of the best players in the NBA. But even though they've had, th- had those guys, excuse me, they have not been someone that's must-see TV. Donovan Mitchell is must-see yeah. TV and will be for a long time. So I think that your, your future's bright. You're just, you're just a year or two away, Jazz fans. And, and that's something to be excited about, something to be very excited about. Another thing about the Jazz um, I haven't been seeing too much of is that Tabo's out. Yeah, t- and Tabo's he gone. helped them with you know uh, manufacturing floor spacing, but also just on the defensive end, he's always basically Absolutely. Robertson before Robertson. Absolutely. So with both those all you know, all star stoppers out, I'm kind of interesting to see uh, the defense Russell plays. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he'll take it serious defensively because yeah. he always plays good against rookies. He's yeah. like showing against them. So I think this will be a strong game from Russell. Um, I think Paul will do his thing. You know, Utah, they they play kind of small with Crowder, but, you know, yeah. Paul ate him alive when he was and in Cleveland. And I do Cleveland. like the player Crowder is. I just don't think that's enough to, to yeah. factor this team into winning a whole series. So Both teams do play physical, though, mm-hmm. but I think, you know, there's not really matching the Thunder's physicality. Yeah. Just from and like Adams. And, yeah. The Thunder just have too many people that will – that will take this so seriously. I mean, everyone, don't get me wrong, everyone in the playoffs, every player, no matter what you think about their demeanor, takes it seriously. Yeah. But the Thunder just have that extra gear that I don't think a lot of teams have in the NBA. And so before we preview the series and how that'll go, and before we pick every single playoff series that will happen, let's talk about playoff mellow. <laughs> the mythical legend. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there seems to be a mellow for everything. Yeah. Grocery shopping mellow. Yeah. Olympic, <laughs> Olympic. mellow. Regular season. Bench yeah. mellow. Yeah. Who, me? <laughs> yeah. He didn't He didn't have a good game yesterday. I don't even think he hit a three. I'm not even sure. He, he did hit one three at he least. He hit one three. At least. And he may, he may hit more. Don't, I mean, it was a Grizzlies game. I think he's saving his energy, though. 
Yeah, uh, he's and he was very good before that. He was very good against the Heat and against yeah, the, the Heat. He showed against up. the Heat. Uh, excuse me, not the Heat and Heat. The Heat and the Rockets. Yeah, the Rockets. Yeah, and he was very good against those two teams. He did fall off a little bit in the second half against the Rockets, but I mean, even if you just get one good half from Melo, that could be the yeah. difference, and it would be the difference. So I think that Melo as a whole, this playoffs will look a lot better defensively. He'll, he'll try yeah. harder. I don't think he'll be good defensively, just because I don't think that's the kind of player he is. I don't think he'll ever be a good defender. Yeah, he's never been. Obviously, his entire he's never, career. Yeah. Obviously, he's never been, and he has no room to improve. I mean, he's almost thirty-five, almost thirty-four years old. He will be very good offensively, I think, because the Thunder schedule sets up so well for him. You get the long break. You get to the longest break. Yeah, you get. They to, don't play till Sunday. They don't play till Sunday. I believe the next game isn't even until Wednesday. Yes, it's not till Wednesday. So you have those breaks that he desperately needs. And it just so happened to line up that way. And then, of course, you're going to have at least one travel day in between to go to Utah. Yeah. It works out so that way he should never be in a fatigue slump. Um, one thing I am interested in is I think the stats show under 30 minutes he plays really good. Mm-hmm. His numbers are... Improved. And I think that this is why they brought Patrick Patterson in. He's a veteran. Yeah. He's very good off the bench. He's very think, good defensively. I think Patterson plays at least 15 minutes a game. And I think he plays those 15 minutes with Steven Adams instead yeah. of as a center. Because if he's a power forward, he's so much better than if he's a center. Because, he's frankly, he's not a center. He's yeah. closer to being a three, which he isn't. He's not a three. He's closer to being a three than he is closer to being a center. Size-wise, that's not the case. But ability and talent-wise, that yeah. is the case. He does more things like a three would than he does like a five would. And they continue to make him a backup center just simply because they don't have a backup center. Yeah. But you cannot do that in the playoffs. That will get exposed. And going back to playoff mellow, that's the only thing I I fear is that the switches, teams in the even bad teams that are well coached, like the Dallas Mavericks with Rick Carlisle, the best coach in the NBA, he found a way to exploit that by switching Mello onto Dennis Smith every single possession down the stretch. And it paid off. And I think that teams will take note of that. As much rest as he gets, that's also as much game planning that can go into it for a great coach a very good coach like quinn snyder yeah especially in a playoff series where you got time mm-hmm. you uh see we compliment the, billy donovan so yeah. much for his ability to to alter game plans from game to game to game other coaches can do that too and that's why that's the only thing that that makes me nervous about carmelo anthony in the playoffs i think i don't think that would be a factor against the jazz because in the four games he hasn't been played off the floor and also who are you going to switch him on to Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't, that's the thing. Like, who's going to kill him? Like Rubio exactly. and Mitchell. But, but going on, going forward. I mean, getting switched on to James Harden or, or Chris Paul. That, that would yeah, be that's a different disastrous. Story. Yeah, and uh, against Houston, he kind of held up his own. Uh, he had that block. Yeah. But you know, this is the playoffs. I don't know. But how even Houston on it. on Saturday, they got at least two possessions that I can remember off the top of my head for him to switch on to James Harden in a row. And in the playoffs, that cannot happen consistently. It just can't. It's going to happen, but it can't be something that reoccurs over and over again, or else he has to be off the floor, I which, think, which would put a dent into your offense. Because yeah. Patrick Patterson's also inconsistent from offense. As much as I love Patrick Patterson, I've been, I've been standing for him to, to, to be a rotation player more so than he is like for the whole year. But he's also inconsistent, and he doesn't have as high of a ceiling as Melo does. Him getting hot is still worse than Melo just being mediocre, as much as I like Patrick Patterson on the offensive end, scoring-wise. 
Scoring-wise, Melo's ceiling is still elite. It's If he can hit his shots and take good shots and pass up bad shots, it is elite. Now, that's a big if because that's, yeah. that's asking Melo to do way more than he's, he naturally does. Yeah. But that ceiling is there, and I think that if it's ever going to come out again in his whole career, it'll be this, this is the time. It'll be this season, because even next year, if he, if he, whenever he does opt in, he will. He's yeah. not going to pass up that money. This team has a chance to not have Paul George anymore. Yeah, which we'll talk about That's, later. We'll tease that you know, dystopia next yeah. season. Let's talk. Let's talk about this series. Let's finish up this series. Let's go picking our first playoff series. We'll, we're going to do a whole entire bracket. Each of us are going to do one. We want you guys to tweet at Loud City Pod your brackets, and the winner will have bragging rights because we're a podcast that doesn't have a lot of funds right now, but we're hoping to one day, and maybe one day you'll win and get a prize. But for right now, you'll get bragging rights, shout out, and yeah, that's it. So let's pick our first series, the Oklahoma City Thunder against the Utah Jazz, home court Oklahoma City, who you got? This is something that's, you know, this is a, a toss-up. Like, how, how how long is this series going to go? Mm-hmm. I think, I'm going to say kind of a hot take. Okay. Okay. I think the Thunder finished yeah. them in five. Five? Yeah. Boy, I don't think that's a hot take because I completely agree with yeah. you. Yeah. Just because they've shown a, an ability to win over there. You know, Utah okay. is a tough place to play, but okay. even last year, you know, they've shown mm-hmm. an ability to oh yeah, they have. just play over there and like it's nothing. And so this is this is how we're going to break a tie like this, and and this is how you guys are going to follow along at home. If you're going to send us your bracket, also do this. If you if you agree with one of us or both of us, I'm going to go first since you decided about five first. You have to pick which game they're going to lose, and I'll say this: I think this this is this part is the hot take. Okay, you thought you had the hot take. This is the hot take. <laughs> yeah, I thought. They're going to get, not completely destroyed, but they're going to get beat down in the sense of maybe not scoreboard, maybe like they'll lose by 10 or 12. They're going to lose game one by 10 or 12, and it's going to be reminiscent of the Spurs series where they actually did get blown out. Yeah, they one. got blown out like two quarters. Yeah, they got we're off the floor in game one, and everyone thought the series was over. And that's going to happen again this year. People are going to like scream and 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 get scared, like the sky is falling after they lose game one by by a decent margin, ten or twelve. That is going to happen in game one, and they will just never look back, and they're going to reel off four straight. I think the game they have the greatest chance of losing if they win in five is probably game four okay. in Utah. You know, playing there twice in a playoff so game. So you think that they're going to go up 3-0 and then Utah's just going to be playing for pride and, and not wanting to get swept yeah. and so determined that they're going to win? Yeah, because, uh, you know, Utah, they're they're a tough team, you mm-hmm. know, uh, physically. And, and, and uh, I'll give them a lot of credit. Yeah. They do play for each other and they do resemble everything that sports fans want in a team. They are a cohesive unit that, yeah, that they play plays with pride. Yeah. They don't roll over in any aspect of, of the game. I'll give them a lot of credit there. So I, I could totally see it being game four, backs against the wall, not wanting to get swept. Simply accepting that they're going to lose the series, but fighting so hard to not have that 4-0 cloud over their head. Yeah, and I think, you know, if, if the Thunder do reel off three straight, mm-hmm. I think they'll probably want to end this at home. Okay. Because, uh, you know, that that's hard enough to do by itself. They'll probably not come out with the energy necessary to sweep uh, okay. Jazz. And I don't I don't think the Jazz gets swept. Okay. I, unless they go bonkers from, like, yeah. three 
and you know the road doesn't even affect them which it shown a, the thunder have shown the ability to win on the road mm-hmm. after that abysmal start on the road they've uh gone 21 and 20 on the road um for the season above yep. 500 i think only and five 27 teams and 14 at home that yeah so i think the road won't affect them the home crowd of the jazz won't affect them as much just the energy level they bring and the jazz um, on the road are yeah. 20 and 21 yeah so they're both really good uh road teams mm-hmm. so but i think the thunder win in five that's my prediction okay. i don't it's hard to see it going six or seven yeah. you know with the expect expectation of this thunder team you know it's just kind of hard i mean if they do go six you can kind of see okay they won two at home yeah but i think they win in five okay so to make even this- with uh Corey brewer being out I yeah think, I trust josh to and I, and I think defense. he'll be out Sunday, maybe Wednesday, and I think he'll be back if he is out. Knee sprain, I give it a week, you know. Just And I'll agree with that. I, I think that it depends how Sunday goes, and it depends how Wednesday goes. If they are in control, he'll probably sit out the whole series. Yeah. And, and I think it depends on how – well, I'm assuming Josh starts because yeah. that's what it's been yeah. all season. So the, I, think I think it depends on how he is completely plays. ready. I think yeah. that you know, the, the concussion will kind of wear off by Sunday. Yeah. And to keep this as as clean as it can be for the listeners is kind of a lot to to kind of work through as you're kind of listening to podcasts in the background or while you're doing other stuff. We're going to complete the whole quote unquote region for a, for a word used in college basketball. We're going to go up to the Rockets and uh, Wolves, and then we're going to decide that series, and then we're going to decide who wins that, and then who beats the Thunder or who the Thunder beat. So first. Rockets, Wolves, who you got, why, how many games? Uh, Rockets, um, I think they might sweep them, really. Yeah. I mean, that, that is my prediction. I think the Timberwolves will get swept. Uh, even though their Timberwolves are like third in offense, they can't shoot. They just get to the line a lot. And with you know, playoff basketball being so physical, yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't see them scoring enough points. I don't trust Wiggins at all. And this is, you know, this is a lot of guys' first playoff game in you know, a yeah. Wiggins Towns. I mean, the, the the Timberwolves haven't made it to the playoffs in like 15 years or so. so and mean, it's, in, it's incredible. Two of the, uh, most best players haven't been mm-hmm. there at all. So I think Butler, you know, he's going to carry the team like he kind of did against the, the Nuggets. Yeah. So I think they get swept. Um, they might have one game. I can see one game when they see, go that's, off. that's where I'm going. We're going to be a little bit different here. I'm going, it's hard to sweep. It's hard. It's hard to get a sweep in the NBA. I don't think the Rockets just have that that killer instinct in them, especially with, with the reputation around those two star players. <laughs> yeah, I think that they're going to lose. And uh, I mean, excuse me. I think they're going to win in five, but they're going to lose one game. And for any of you listeners out there who might agree with me on, on the five game series, I say that they're going to lose game number two. They're going to win the first one. Timberwolves are going to fight for a split. Then they're just going to get around the floor after that. With the Rockets, I'm interested to see how their rotation goes because mm-hmm. they do have a lot of good bench players. And with the uh, what's the name, Bamute being yeah. out for the round one, yeah, that'll, that'll be tough. That hurts them, especially defensively, of course, and some on offense because he kind of was placing the floor. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know who's going to get his minutes, like Gerald yeah. Green or yeah, I think that Joe Johnson. I think that in, the, in this first know. round, that D'Antoni might just try to suck it up and shrink the bench and hope with the days off and the hopefully four to five game series that he can get by with playing six guys seven and a you know six and a half guys you know like only a little bit of the seventh guy uh 
But I think that this series will be won by the, by the Rockets, of course. I think it's hard to sweep, though. So we both have Rockets Thunder. So now yeah. I'm sure a lot of the listeners, as this is a Thunder podcast, have picked the Thunder. And I'm sure a lot of the listeners have picked the Rockets because they're the one seed. And the Timberwolves really have no chance, in my opinion. So now... If this happens, in my opinion, this is probably greater than the conference finals. Just of the road and magnitude mm-hmm. of this, you know, this game. If, if it does happen, it ends up like this. Um, so who do you got? <laughs> uh, Thunder Rockets. You going to pull the trigger? You going to pull the trigger? Bamute coming back. Maybe a little bit rusty. You don't. You never know. Yeah, you never well, know. I don't trust him on offense, uh, <laughs> even though he did there kill the go. Thunder. Choke artist. Uh, James Harden goes cold in the playoffs. If Russell plays defense like he did on Harden, just and, for and like that's a moments, huge, that's a huge ask. He doesn't have to do it the whole series, just mm-hmm. for like moments. That's a huge ask because that was incredible defense for for anyone's standards. That was incredible. I think the Thunder could win Uh-oh. in seven. Could could, but are they going to? <laughs> I don't know. I I mean. Uh, they did win Houston, but the game I'm looking at is Bring the one. Bring the takes. Uh, the one I'm looking at is the one in Oklahoma City where they just mm-hmm. switched on Carmelo every possession yeah. and just cooked them, you know? And see, I think that if that happens, though, as much as I rag on Billy Donovan, I think he will s- get pulled. He'll be smart enough to say, okay, Melo, bleep your feelings. I don't care anymore. You're on the bench. We, we're going to win this because yeah. I'm not going to pamper you anymore. He's Melo, to his credit, has, has accepted a lot of the roles. But he will not be walking on eggshells to, to fit Melo. Melo yeah. will be here next year. He has no, he has no leverage. You, you can baby Paul George, not that he needs to be, but you can because you want to impress him and you want to keep him. Melo is just not going to pass up that money next year, so you're not afraid to lose him. And if you do, that's a blessing. As, <laughs> as much as people might love Melo, who cares if he's gone? You're not paying him $23 million next year, whatever the, whatever the price is exactly. So... I think that if that happens, he will get pulled. And I think that that might influence your decision. So who are you going with? You never really gave a definitive answer. Man, this is tough. Here we go. What's he going to do? A lot of dead air on a podcast. <laughs> I where know. People can only hear tough. us and not see us. Uh, I'm going to just say like Thunder and Six. Thunder and Six. If he pulls them and, you know, doesn't allow him to get cooked every game and kind of plays them as a false starter, you know, just like yeah. start and then pull them. And I think they'll have to go with a strict bench rotation, mm-hmm. you know, like maybe – I don't even know if Josh is going to play after Brewer comes back. But, uh, like, I kind of trust Brewer, but, like, he plays okay against the Rockets. And, like, him, Josh, you know, Grant. He plays well Patterson. against all his former teams. Yeah. So, with that, I think they could win. Like, I, I think they could. So if they don't allow Melo get cooked. Thunder and six. Yeah. For all the marbles, for the bracket challenge. Yeah. I've got news for you. Drum roll, please. The Oklahoma City Thunder in round two. Facing the Houston Rockets and the likely MVP. We'll get it done. <laughs> I didn't think I'd do this. It's hard. It's a hard decision. But it's a hard decision. Just knowing you know, Chris Paul and James Harden in the playoffs. And as you can tell from the last podcast and this podcast, even with the Grizzlies, how I found ways to to complain about a win in a 170, 137 to 123 fashion. I am a cynic. I'm a critic. I am, I am not a homer at all. 
But this team just has something about them, and the other team on that other sideline does not. They have something working against them. I think that they will choke. I think that... And it's not hard to see either. You know, it's, it's like, not. It's like, not. oh, he might come up short. Like, this guy's, this is, even though they're together, this could work out really good or really bad. Yeah. I can even see a scenario where the Timberwolves might take it to seven against Houston just because yeah. of how, you know, if they defend James well, then you kind of, you know, cut off the head of the snake because Chris Paul can only do so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we both agree that the Thunder are going to win in five, think about that kind of winning streak, especially for you. You have them losing in game four. Yeah, think about that kind of winning streak that they've went on, that kind of ride that they went on from beating good teams to bad teams to playoff teams. That roller coaster of just winning, and that will give them a lot of momentum going forward. They already have that confidence about them. They've, yeah, they've already said multiple times, including last night, this is what they've been working for. They don't care about the regular season. They wanted to get in and then show what they've got. They all are playing with the chip on their shoulders. Melo hasn't been here in Five years. years. Paul George, the last time he was here with Indiana, got crucified because he passed up the last second shot in every single game of the series, pretty much. And they they said he didn't want he didn't want the ball. He was scared. He didn't want to shoot. And of course, you all know Russell Westbrook's mentality. And if you think about it, this Thunder team's a bunch of playoff, you know, people yeah. that. That even, need to be even redeemed. Down, even down to Patrick Patterson, yeah. who's with Toronto. And they, you know, their reputation, Toronto Raptors, you know, their reputation of, of choking in the playoffs and, and not getting it done in the playoffs. Yeah. He can have something. Raymond Felton, I mean, when was the last time he was on a playoff team? Well, last year. Uh, oh, that's right. That's right. Okay, <laughs> the Clippers, that, yeah. That's a fine. I'll pay $2. Um, I these, think, all these guys have something to prove, you know, yeah. especially the and, big and, three and stars. And since he's on the Clippers... He choked it away, and so oh, yeah. now he's trying to re- regain it. So I think that that does play a lot into the Thunder. You could say that also plays a lot to the, the, the Rockets with their guys that they're trying to prove something. I just think it's kind of different, and not to be a homer or anything. I think it's, I think it's almost very different, the two teams and their mindsets. So to, I mean, again, th- if they beat Utah, that's the number one defense in the league. Yeah, And I think they can get it done in five if they show mm-hmm. up and shoot good in every game. And I game. think to beat Utah with the number one defense – you have to score a lot and, and from three from three and you have to get going offensively because if you're going to play a slug it out game with the number one def- defense in the league you're going pace. to lose yeah, with yeah. The, if you're going to play their game and go slow against the best defense like you said you're going to lose so in order to get to this point to play the rockets they are going to have to play extremely well in the first round and offensively and carry that momentum to this round. Yeah. So to conclude my pick, I, again, Thunder win in seven. For Houston? Say it again? Yeah, for, for Houston, Houston. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they win in game five for the – they win uh, in five for the Jazz. They win in seven for the Rockets. And now they're in the Western Conference, Conference Finals. Finals. And, now, and now anything can happen in the Western Conference Finals. You never know. So – Let's go to the, for lack of a better word, bottom of the bracket, the other region, for lack of a better word. Let's start. Warrior Spurs. <laughs> this is kind of kind of ironic when I saw that the Spurs got seventh because they got, you know, baptized by yeah. the Pelicans. Uh, I'm curious to see what the Pelicans do. Um, but against the Spurs, Warriors, um, even without Curry, Mm-hmm. Uh, that's how the Spurs won that one game is what when uh, Curry didn't play. So I think the Warriors win in six. Okay, I don't think six. Su- yeah. Wow, I don't think they'll sweep them like mm-hmm. they did last year. 
Uh, they've been playing without Kawhi the whole year, so this is not going to be like some, you know, yeah. uh, spur of the moment thing. Uh, no, no pun intended. Uh, <laughs> where they got to go out without Kawhi. Yeah. So I think they went in six. I think Lamarcus has something to prove. And you do think Kawhi's done? You think he's not coming? Yeah, back? he's not coming back. Okay. No, I don't think <laughs> so gonna, either. I he's going to so see. Either. He's going to see Golden State and like he's going to see Zaza. Mm-hmm. And like no, I'm really not coming back now. But, so you're yeah. saying Warriors and six. Warriors and six? Yeah. So how does it happen? Uh, I think. You know, the Spurs win those two games at home, and that's about it. Okay. Um, I'd be surprised um, if they win in Oracle. Okay. But if I think they do, then Morris might be motivated to win one there. So okay. I think it might even out if they do that. But I don't – the Spurs – I mean, it's going to be a tough out. You yeah. know, even though there's no quiet, they play slow. They kind of like the you know, Jazz in a sense. They play slow. They play team yeah. defense. They play team offense. Uh, but – in order to capitalize off of Curry's injury, you have to have a point guard that can like make Clay and Draymond and Durant work even more. Mm-hmm. Spurs don't have that. They got Murray and Forbes, who is actually a good shooter, but yeah. th- that's not enough to capitalize on uh, Curry's absence. And that's why yeah. I think the Warriors still win. That's why the Warriors got lucky, really, if you ask me. Yeah, and uh, I think that's how it goes. Yeah, I think that the the Warriors are going to win the series, of course, and yeah. I think it's going to be in five. I think either one of two things are going to happen, and I know I have to choose one for the tiebreaker scenarios. For anyone out there that's going to want to pick the Warriors in five, Greg Popovich is either going to embarrass this team come Saturday whenever they play. I believe that they, they got the Saturday slate. Yeah, I think they do, and it's going to be the the classic. Oh my gosh, the Warriors are dead. They've been playing terrible at the end of the year, and now in the playoffs they didn't turn it on. I can see them getting smacked game one, just yeah. the way they've been playing. And and so then they turn around and, and win four straight. So I think that that's that's my final answer. I think that that's what's going to happen. Okay. I think that Greg Popovich is going to come out. So they win do, game one and, and lose do what out. he did to the Thunder, and then they went out. Yeah, I can see. I can see that. Um, okay, breaking news. Breaking news. <laughs> Was that a good breaking news sound, you think? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's all right. I, I guess I could have put some effects in afterward, but, I mean, okay. It's for the moment. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> the Thunder are going to have Corey Brewer in game one against the Jazz. Really? Just announced Corey Brewer himself says he plans to play on Sunday. Game one. Game one. Starting or? Plans to play. And I and if... If I might, you know, ease him back, you yeah. know, it's game one. But you know, Billy Donovan, he's not going to do that. Uh, <laughs> he's not going to ease him, ease anyone back. Uh, yeah, he uh, makes Russell Westbrook check back into a Grizzlies game with ice bags on his knees <laughs> against a tanking team. So without Mark Gasol, anyway, I digress. So that was a little bit of breaking news in, in the middle of of me giving these playoff takes. Well, Again, with that being said, do you think Josh still gets minutes? No. So who's gonna? It's gonna I be think it's gonna Alex. Be, and, I think uh, it's gonna be. Uh, Brewer and Alex Grant a little bit mixed in at that too and then honestly as much as I hate it I would much rather see Houston Ferguson see Ferguson oh my god it, it, it scares even, me even though because, he's been shooting 44 from 3 because I've been all-star scared break. all year I've been saying they should not play Ferguson they should not play Ferguson they should not play him in the playoffs he's just not ready he's not ready he's not ready he's not ready and I've been on the hype train of Josh Houston and wanting to develop him and give him minutes I've been wanting that so bad but there's just something about Billy Donovan. He loves Terrence Ferguson. He doesn't love Josh Eustace, clearly. <laughs> he plays favorites. 
you know, like most thought, coaches I, do. I think he's been playing good since our star break. And you know? so he's going to get the minutes in the playoffs, as much as it pains me to say that, because I think <sighs> How Josh much? Eustace, like five to ten? Oh, yeah, he's not going to get much, but he's going to make Houston's fallout now. So basically breather minutes for Paul? Yeah. yeah. He's going to play He's going to play about three two-cards, Brewer, uh, Brewer, Abrinas, and Ferguson. I think Abrinas plays quite a bit this yeah. series, because they're going to need his spacing. His, his spacing and he's sharp been shooting. shooting. Hopefully he can good get from it three. Yeah. They can't kill him on defense. He's actually been playing pretty good defense. That uh, was that was incredible. That's our first breaking news of the, of the podcast history. That's yeah. That's that awesome. that kind of shakes things up. No, yeah, Josh. They going fully healthy. Well, you know, yeah. minor knickknacks, but you know, yeah. relatively healthy. Yeah, of course, without Andre, but you know, oh, what, yeah. what can you do about that? Um, but Jazz don't have Tabo either, so yeah. So let's let's review. We just got way off topic because we had some breaking news. Yeah. So back to Warriors Spurs. Back, back to Warriors Spurs. We've already talked about what we like and don't like. Again, uh, Warriors in five, Spurs win game one. You say uh, Warriors in six, Spurs won the two at home. Okay. And now they've advanced, of course. And so let's move. Let's move to Portland, New Orleans. This is another. I think this is one of the most interesting playoff matchups. This is kind of like. You know, the lesser version of Jazz mm-hmm. Thunder. I think Jazz Thunder is the best matchup for any basketball fan. Yeah. I think this is a wild card. I think this is like if we had to power we'll power actually, that's a great segment. We're gonna have power rank these matchups at the end of the at the end of previewing them. But first takes on, on the on the series itself. Portland. They did split the season series. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a tough one. Uh, Rondo plays good playoffs. You see him He's a killer know. now playoff Rondo's a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he will kill you. He almost swept the Celtics last year. Um, but I think the Trailblazers get it done. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say six. I don't okay. think Pelicans can score consistently like the Trailblazer yeah. guards can do. Yeah. I don't know if uh, Rajon is going to play defense. So you're going to say Blazers in six? Yeah. Okay, I can totally agree with that. I don't think the Pelicans have the defense on the guards. Mm-hmm. I mean, they might. They have some, you know. And I think guards. that the factor of traveling uh, east to west really factors in, because it's easier to travel west to east. Yeah, it, it's much easier to adapt to that. I think. Uh, of course, I've never played an NBA game, so I, I wouldn't factually know. But in my opinion, I think it's much easier to do the inverse than what they're actually going to do. So I think that the Portland Portland has the upper hand, and I think it'll go seven. Actually, Man, it's hard to play in Portland too. And I think it'll I think it'll go seven, and somehow the Blazers pull it out because I think that they're just a better team with better stars, and stars in the playoffs win. And Nurkic has a innate ability to just like limit, yeah. and just kill your center, especially like offensive rebounds, and just limiting them. And I think that that's exactly that's like a good it. matchup. Yeah. Like I think that's exactly him. like what you're talking about with the how it relates to Oklahoma City and Utah, because. Stars in the playoff win, and and although Utah and Oklahoma City are evenly matched, Oklahoma City has those those stars that in the playoffs they that shine. all bump it up a notch in play. And although time. these two teams are equally matched, I will take those guards of Portland over almost any guards that you can give me in the NBA. So I, again, Portland advances for both of us. And yeah. you said six. Yes, yeah, six. I am saying seven. So let's go on. That's to, an interesting matchup, though. It is. It's very just from like the big to the guards, yeah. you know. And they just play two different com- two different styles completely, and it's going to be really fun to watch. Pelicans have been rolling a lot of late night stuff. basketball coming up. Yeah, you know? it's gonna it's gonna be get fun. some coffee ready though. This you know? playoffs is it's gonna, gonna be, be fun. fun, but get some coffee ready. Yeah, especially. So let's go with uh, Warriors. 
Trailblazers. Rematch. Who you got? Uh, Who you got? Physical Trailblazers against a rusty, kind of banged up Curry? Um, If it goes seven, that's buying Curry time. Yeah. uh, I mean, if if Curry comes back, I don't think he'll be 100%. I don't even think he'll be like 90 or 80. I think he'll be closer to 60, 70. Yeah, and Curry is one of the best three-point shooters of all time. I want to say that on the front end. Yeah. He is incredible to watch. But three-point shooting in and of itself is very is very much a a rhythm, a, a sort yeah. of groove you have to find. Just even the best, yeah. Even the best have to find it, and they lose it, and they regain it. And if they're out for a long period of time, you could easily be rusty to come back. And it might only be for a half. It might only be for a quarter. It might be for a whole game. It might be for a whole series, though. Even though he, I think he is practicing again, but you know, oh, yeah. game time playoffs yeah. is so much different. I think against this is kind of interesting because the Blazers and they have two great guards. That Steph Curry, how, yeah. how are they going to hide him on defense? They do an excellent job of hiding him on defense, but it'll be interesting to see how Steve Curry does it this time. And the way Portland's been playing defense this year has really been impressive. Yep. I think they're like third. I think. Are you going to pull the trigger on this one? I think no. Upset I think, alert! Upset alert! I think he's going to go seven, regardless. Okay. Seven, regardless. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. You're thinking about it. You're thinking about it. I think the Warriors still win, Okay, but I think it goes seven. Okay. That'd be a fun series. The way the Portland plays defense, Mm -hmm. you know, against even Utah, which is a good defensive team, they've making tough shots all over the place. Portland has, and they're just, I I don't know, and a healthy Nurkic, what they didn't have last time. Yeah. I'll say this this is going to be a heck of a series, and no matter who you're a fan of, this will be must-watch television must stay up for television even. Yeah. It's hard in the NBA to to get people to watch West Coast versus West Coast ma- West Coast versus West Coast matchups because every single game if you put them in prime time, no matter who's home court is on West Coast time and so it's kind of yeah. hard to get everyone to stay up. But this is going to be one of those This is going to be a battle. This yeah. the, I don't the, the Warriors world it, it, while it is easier, they're not going to, you know, Utah, yeah. they're all in the upper bracket. This is not going to be easy for them, you know. They're banged up. Um, they're gonna so have to grind. Even Warriors from game seven. one, they're gonna have to grind with the Spurs, and then probably play uh, Portland. Mm-hmm. But I think they win. You know, long series. I think they just go long. I don't think they're sweeping anybody this year. So you're going to go Warriors seven? Yeah, Warriors in seven. Okay, I'm going Warriors in six. <laughs> really? Yeah. I talked a big game about you know how. How I could see Portland winning, and I could still see it. It's hard to see though, but it's gonna be. And Portland's state. okay on the road; they're yeah. they're a pretty good road team. So now, now of course we're gonna rapid fire through the East because most people are Thunder fans that are listening to this. But we do this still is interesting do it. though. It, it's yeah. kind of interesting. So now we have to watch the conference finals, and it'll be the Thunder versus the Warriors. Dare uh, I say it? Who you got? Uh, well, Curry will be back by then, probably. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, he'll be back and he'll be in rare form. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, I think this one goes seven. Okay. Uh, I I really don't know who's gonna win, <laughs> just because Clay I think is the X factor. There's no Robertson guarding him. Uh, there's I don't, I don't even know if he uses Josh because he he did okay job against Clay yeah. fighting over those screens in those games. I don't know if. Uh, Billy will recognize that. Yeah, I think that these rotations are in flux depending on yeah, the matchup. Yeah, depending on the matchup. 
but I think Donovan has the you know mindset like I'm not gonna just I seen what he can do against yeah. Golden State. He's played okay. I'm not just gonna you know not play him because he hasn't played in months. I think this goes seven. Okay. Um, goes seven. It goes seven. Anything can happen. Game seven. Anything game seven happen. on the Warriors courts. Uh, you know. Oh my God! This is a tough game one. Game seven. I want to say thunder, but I your heart says thunder. What does your mind say? Thunder? Warriors, because oh. they got clay and oh, here we go. <laughs> um, so your final answer is Warriors and seven. Oh man, I don't know. It's it's hard to bet against them because Durant always cooks them, and mm. well, he cooks everybody. Yeah, well, he hates thunder. <laughs> um. You know what? I'm going to say Thunder and Seven. Whoa! Flipperoo! Thunder and Seven? I think Josh has to be playing some minutes, though, in order oh, to get man. it done. Thunder and Seven now. Thunder in the finals. Because I told you this. In February, if the Thunder beat the Warriors, they're winning the finals. So, by that method... They split with them, even without Robertson. So, you're really picking Thunder and Seven. Yeah, uh, they have to show up defensively. But if they can beat Utah, I really and the hope Rockets. nobody clicked off the podcast when you said Warriors <laughs> and seven and got angry and like turned it off. And now they can't no, hear. You've changed your opinion. Like if they beat the Utah, the number one defense, and yeah. they beat the Rockets, like a top offense, mm-hmm. I think they could beat the Warriors. That's, like that's, that's true. That's I the mean, best I mean, that of makes each. Sense. The best of offense, best sense. of defense. I mean, yeah, you switch the characters around now. You got face Durant and Clay. Yeah, but. I mean, a banged-up Curry is banged up either way. Even if he comes back, he's not going to be 100%. Yeah. He's going to be at most are people 80. 100% at this time. At most year. 80. Because this is mm-hmm. playoffs. He's going to take a beating, especially against, hopefully, Portland wins, because then he can't hide on defense. Yeah. So, I can see it. Just if You're kind of talking things. me into it. Now, I should have I should have gotten in there with my take before that, because <laughs> now, now I'm kind of getting talked well, into Well, I had to take into consideration, like, who they play. It's not just like straight up, you know. Yeah. Like who they play, and you know, I can I can see. Oh it. man, am it's I really easy. gonna do this? It's not easy. Oh man, it's not easy. We got Thunder Warriors, Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, Paul George, and know. the Warriors are playing tough defense teams too. Top five in each, uh, Portland and oh, hopefully Portland. I've got first. a hot take for you. This is going to be the hottest take. Thunder in six. Six? They <laughs> Thunder in six. So they redeemed themselves? They went off, and they totally redeemed themselves. I can see it. Thunder in six. I can't believe I, I just did that. Uh, everyone, save this clip. I want everyone to record yeah, that, this. That's on tape. <laughs> record this podcast and put it in your Twitter drafts. And once it does not happen, once the Thunder somehow lose to the Jazz, <laughs> send this send this clip of the podcast to at Old Takes Exposed on Twitter because this is going to be the coldest take. But right now it's hot, baby. It's hot right now. Yeah, the Brewsters back. Anything Brew happen. Crew. <laughs> Jeremy Grant, stand up. Let's go. MVP. MVP and, of the whole league. And another thing, too, is the Warriors bench is just trash. 
Like they rely mellow. Playoff mellow. They <laughs> they rely. Come so on, much, buddy. Come on, they rely mellow. So much on that uh, ball movement. That they can true. jam that up, which has hurt the Thunder a lot. Ball movement and and, and off ball but movement. But your your starters are playing more, and they yeah. play ISO. They just run simple screens. That's and true. Stuff. So somehow, I didn't expect this to happen. Walking in this room to record this podcast with you, we've somehow both picked the Thunder to go to the finals. Yeah. And I, I will fully raise my hand. You, you peer pressured me into it. You talked me into <laughs> it during, during your explanation. Like, if these go the way we think they go, it's possible. It is absolutely Beating possible. Beating Utah and Rockets is not easy. Oh, and man. And if they do it. Yeah, Thunder and Six, I'm sticking with it. I'm not going to talk myself out of okay. it. Okay. So we've got the Thunder in the finals. That's going to be fun. Yeah. So now, let's go to the Eastern Conference. This is already an hour long. Thank you, everyone, for staying with us. <laughs> I hope you'll stay with us for another 10, 15, 20 minutes. East, Raptors, Wizards, who you got? Now, this this series, I will preference it with this, two choke artists. The Wizards, any well, Washington team, yeah. choke artist. The Washington Redskins, Capitals, Wizards, Nationals, all the choke Nationals, artists in the playoffs. Oh all of them. Yeah. Raptors, choke artists. Who you got? You got to pick one. Someone's got to win, right? Someone's got to win. The series can't I can see this. I can see this going seven. Like, seven of just terrible basketball. Yeah. Of just terrible throw the game away here, throw it over here, and throw it over there. Bad basketball. Unless someone steps up. I mean, I can. Now, I believe the Wizards did sign Ty Lawson this morning. If you didn't see that, could change I your opinion. Ty Lawson. Yeah. You know? I've also seen that the Wizards want the Raptors. Yeah, uh, but that's not a you know. I think that's just a fancy way of saying we lost to the Magic and uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got to make this. We got to spin this. Yeah, spin zone. I think Raptors win. Um, I know benches shrink in playoffs, but that's been such a strength for them. And the Wizards bench is just trash. Garbage. It's worse than Garbage. Thunders. Worse than the the Warriors, I'd say. Yeah, I mean that that's just atrocious. So I and then of course Scott Brooks in the playoffs can't trust them. Yeah. Uh, I think Raptors win. He'll break out the glasses as if to look cool and smart. It doesn't work. You know, I think the Raptors win in five. I think they'll use their bench because they know the Wizards bench I think is you're, trash. I think you're absolutely right. Raptors um, in five. So yeah. we, now we got to split the difference. But I can also see a universe where this goes seven. And, oh, yeah. You know, the basketball fans and, that, and that's the case for most of these series where you could absolutely see a different outcome happening, but you're just going to pick Raptors in five. Yeah. Which game they lose? Probably. Well... Probably, I'm going to say one, because Lowry plays trash in one. This is historic. I'm going to say they lose in game two. Warrior, uh, excuse me, Wizards fight for the split in game two. They get it going back to D.C., and then they just get around the floor. Well, I, I, well, it's hard to see Wizards winning in Raptors where only, like, what, nine teams have won? Yeah. Um, you know what? I think, they, I think the Raptors lose... I think they lose game three. Okay, okay. I don't think they'll lose at home. It's hard. It's hard to win there. And it DC takes, fans, it takes, I will say this. Yeah, it takes a major performance from if, the whole team to win in Toronto. It's just hard. If there's anyone listening, this is, in fact, the Caps year. The Caps. No, it's not. Okay. So now Celtics, Bucks. Celtics depleted. No, no Kyrie. Of course, no Gordon Hayward. No Marcus Smart. Who you got? Well, the Bucks also have been playing like trash. They got stomped. I might have been playing, though. How about that? Might have been planned. It could have. I think everyone in the East was planning to play the Celtics, honestly. <laughs> um, I th- the, this is going to be an ugly series. Coach of the year on the other sideline with the Celtics. Well, yeah, but also maybe the Raptors. 
Um, I can. This is a tough one. I think the Celtics might win. Okay. Um, they've been playing good with that, you know, D team. Yeah. Whatever they, <laughs> whatever they're down to now. The they freaks gonna gonna not get it done against the Celtics, the pleated Celtics. I don't know. All I, don't, right. I don't know here how. Here it comes. Here it comes. Gut them. feeling. What is it? What Celtics. is it? Celtics and I what? I don't trust the Bucks team. Gut feeling. Celtics and what? Seven. They got home court. Hmm. Interesting. The way they play defense, even with that, you know, D yeah. team, is just amazing. That's, even though it's an incredible coaching job. I, yeah, I mean, that's incredible. I'm gonna go Bucks, and I'm gonna go Bucks and six. Yeah, I, I just don't just, trust them. I can see why. I can absolutely see why, and, and I can't knock anyone for picking the Celtics. I really can't, but I just I just cannot see like, that working in the playoffs. The obvious choice is like Bucks easily because yeah. you know yeah. there's, there's no one on the Celtics. They, they have, yeah. the, Milwaukee plays big. They got a bunch of big guys, and and for the most part, the the East first round is kind of obvious. Seventy uh, Sixers Heat next. That now this was a fun regular season series. They yeah, got into arguments and beef, and yeah. it was awesome. Who you got? Um... Sixers heat. I got Sixers and six. <laughs> um, I think it's hard to win in Miami. It's not easy. South Beach Miami is undefeated. undefeated. Um, Nightlife undefeated. Of course, you got a young team going over there to Miami yeah. in playoffs. Absolutely. Um, and the Heat just grind it out. You know, they're they're kind of like the new Memphis team. The way they play, I could totally see that. Um, I think they. Went in six. Um, okay. They well, Embiid. Uh, he's gonna play game. Is he's he gonna play, play round one? He's gonna wear a mask though. You know how that goes. Is yeah. he gonna round uh, round one though? Yeah, I'm, I'm, but I'm, not game I'm, one. I'm not certain, but I'm kind of sure he's gonna go round one. He was on the bench last night in his mask, not playing, of course, but he was there, and he's been doing conditioning and, and practicing this last week. I think he's ready. I got the Sixers just the way they've been on fire. Yeah, uh, they got the momentum. They got shooters. You know. Um, I, I think they I think they win in six. I think it's just hard to win in Miami for a young team. Yeah. It's kind of hard to see them as young the way they've been playing. Yeah, but you know I, I think they I think they do win the playoff series in six. And I've got the 76ers in five. I just I can see it. If I they don't, show up. I don't trust any player on the Heat. Not name Dwayne Wade, and he's just terribly old. And yeah, and you cannot really even trust him. I mean. Goran is, has been playing very well. Josh Richardson has been playing extremely yeah. well and also inconsistent at the same time. Uh, you know, it, it's kind of it's kind of weird in that way how he can be playing both ways, inconsistent and very well. That's just the kind of team the Heat are. I don't think they have that killer instinct. I think that they don't have that that natural Heat culture that they always talk about. Yeah, I don't think that they have that this year with Whiteside making the remarks he's made. I think that this. I team, think Whiteside plays though. You know. Yeah, he'll he'll play more now. I I, I think. But have Especially, you lost him now with with the controversy yeah. that's happened? You have to think about that too. I think in the offseason he's gone, but you know, oh, that's yeah, another, I think that's find another topic. Yeah. yeah. But I got seventy sixers in five. They're going to lose game three. Yeah. Plus, it's it's hard to win in the Philly. Yeah. So, and then last but not least for the first round, we kind of did this in like a in like a weird order compared to what we did the West. First round, last one, Cavs Pacers. I think that this series is going to be one of the most interesting. And again, we're going to rank them here afterward. But I think that this has a chance to be better than what people expect. So, what do you got? I think this is a longer series. I don't think there's going to be four or five. I think this goes. Let's see who has who has home court. 
Uh, Cavs? Cavs. Man. Um, I think... Actually, I think this goes seven. Wow. Well, LeBron. Uh, They don't really have an answer for him. I mean, no one does. I know, but, like, you don't have, like, a Robertson or nothing on that team. That's that's true. There is no Andre Robertson on that team. uh, I'm going to revise. Cavs have home court. I think this goes six. I think. Okay. It might. Man, I want to say five now. Talk yourself. I don't know. Just going seven? down because so like five. What's next? Like four? this is They're LeBron. We're talking and yeah. You know, I, I can see that. I can see that. And the, in the regular season, they won some. I'm going know, Cavs and six games. Yeah, Cavs and six. I can see that. I just, I just don't know. I think it will go six. I don't. It just all depends on Old Depot. And last time we saw him in the playoffs, probably like trash. That's what I'm. That's what I'm thinking about. Plus going against LeBron. And I could totally see a situation where they lose game one on Sunday. You know, the, I believe that the two o'clock game is going to be the first game of the day for for Sunday. Uh, I don't think they have a noon game this year for some reason. Anyone does, so I think that that they they might lose game one. And again, a classic tale of the media going, "Oh, look at this Cavs team; they're in trouble. The, the LeBron James failing, blah 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 blah." And then they just do what the Cavs do and what LeBron does, yeah. and win and go to the finals. I think LeBron will have to. Well, he's been carrying them whole season, but yeah. I think he will have to and he carry carries them. almost every team for the most part that he's ever been on. Yeah, except them heap teams, but you know. Yeah. And even then, he was still their best player. It was just yeah. he had more help. I, I know what you mean. So we both got Cavs. Cavs in six. Okay. I don't think they sweep them unless yeah. all the depot plays like trash. Yeah, which, I don't which think could he happen, will. but I don't think he will. I don't think he will. All right, so moving on to the to the second round, who do you got? Raptors, Cavs. Okay. Um. Uh, yeah, I got. I got the Cavs, okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> just because the mental stranglehold they has on that team. Yeah, uh, I I don't think they get swept, but I I can see this going six like it did was it two years ago. Yeah, so you're gonna pick Cavs in uh, six. six. Yeah, I'm picking I'm picking the Cavs of course, and I'm picking the Cavs in seven. Okay, uh, it'll be a classic meltdown from the Raptors in Game Seven. Man, I think it goes six just because I think they show up for mm-hmm. the home games. I can I can see it going seven, uh, six, of course, but I'm going to pick seven. And their bench is good, but I think against this team, they can't use their whole bench. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, I, I, I think it goes six, Cavs. And then we've both got the 76ers, and we both – oh, excuse me, we both have the 76ers, but we differ here. You've got 76ers, Celtics. I've got 76ers, Bucks. Uh, either way, Sixers win. <laughs> okay, so uh, you're going how many games? Um, was it Sixers? Uh, what? what was my pick? Sixers. Sixers. Uh, Celtics. Celtics. Yeah, it's gonna be easy. I, they might. I don't think they'll sweep them, but I think it goes five. I've got I've got seventy sixers and five as well. So now we've got seventy sixers Cavs. <laughs> this is the this is the big one. Oof. Embiid will be back. Um, they don't have an answer for him. They will have to constantly double team him. I'm picking. The 76ers to knock off the Cavs in six. This is the best sports year in Philadelphia history. You know what? I can see that. And I think if they if that's what happens, Sixers, Cavs, I think that's what will happen. The Sixers win. They they have no answer that for that. That would set up not only the best year in <laughs> yeah. Oklahoma City and in, in, in Philadelphia history, but also a 76ers Oklahoma City final. Uh, two teams that don't like each other. Yeah, it's starting not to like each other. Yeah, it's starting to, starting to bud. Joel Embiid would be incredible. It's starting on, to bud. On Instagram yeah. and pregame. 
So you're going to pick the 76ers to be the Cavs? Yeah. How many um, games? You know, there's no answer for Embiid unless you got a big center, which they don't. Um, and it's hard to pick against LeBron, but I mean, this no, this the, the, Cavs team just with isn't the shooting, really good. Simmons and Bead, mm-hmm. you know, they can play big, they can play small, they can defend. Their home court's crazy. Yeah, I think even better than the Cavs' home court. Um, I, I man, the lineups they can put out there are just crazy. Uh, plus, the Cavs' defense is trash. That's so a, that's what hurt got, them. That's I what, think Sixers and six. Well, Sixers and six I'm going to say Cavs. Sixers and seven. Sixers it's going to be hard. It's not okay. easy to take down LeBron. So then we've got the Sixers and the Thunder in the finals. Who you got? Um, well, if this happens, we'll have a whole uh, episode about it. <laughs> so let's just go with the number and who wins for right now. Um, it can change once we get to the finals. If this happens, which would be incredible. Yeah. I've, I've got, think, I've I got Thunder. Win. I've got Thunder as well. That's, that's a young team, and uh, they might fold – you know, against the I think that Cavs, we look but. at that team the way we looked at the Thunder team that lost to the Heat. They will have their own iconic picture. You mean a mirror, mirror image? Yeah, I, I think after that the series is over. three will be the ones that have joined, and then the, they'll be the young team. Yeah I, yeah, I think that after that series is over, okay, if we do get this series, if we get Thunder 76ers in the finals, after that series is over, whenever the Thunder have won and the 76ers are walking off the floor, we're going to say – about that 76ers team, what we said about the Thunder. That's a young team. They're going to be together forever. They're going to have a dynasty. And we'll yeah. see if that pans out because it didn't for the Thunder. The one X factor for the Sixers is Fultz. Yeah. Uh, he's coming he off the bench, isn't he? He was very good last night as well, getting a triple-double. I mean, if he can find his can he, groove. Is he shooting better? Uh, he I is, didn't see he is shooting a little bit better, uh, I, I think. I haven't got to watch every game of him because yeah. of other factors. But, I mean, he had a triple-double last night, which is not anything to turn your nose about. Youngest player yeah. ever to do so. So he's the youngest now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think if that happens, Thunder win. Um, and so we both got Thunder. And <laughs> You're talking about a team that took down the yeah. Golden State, Houston, I mean, if they and get Jazz. There, if they get there, like I said, if they get there, it's, uh, it's a Yeah, that's not, that's not. Even though Embiid's a monster, yeah. Adams has played really good against them. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm surprised on how uh, so, good defense he's been playing against other top centers this year. So Thunder and what? It's not going to be easy. Um, I say six. Will they have home court? Uh, let's see. I'm not the, even the, sure. Uh, no, no six the 76ers will. are three, and the, the Thunder are four. So it'd be Philadelphia, then Oklahoma City. Man. I'm uh, going Thunder and six. Yeah. Thunder and six? I think That'd Simmons, be incredible if they won it here. I think the – I wish yeah. that they would. I, I think, think they could win it here. But. Yeah, man, if they beat all them teams, I might, <laughs> I might sweep yeah. them. <laughs> nah, but I, I think they win in six if that happens. And I'm going to let you on a little secret, everybody. Before I got peer pressured into picking the Thunder – my finals was, in fact, the 76ers on the East. In the West, it was the Rockets. So if that comes to be true... No, I don't trust If that comes yeah. to be true, do not old take, old take expose me. It won't, but neither with the Thunder, I don't think, as much as I hope so. But I picked them, so let's roll with it. Yeah. So now... That's going to be a good series, We finally though. made it through the playoffs. That, that only took an hour and 30 minutes to get through. <laughs> let's rapid-fire our end-of-the-year awards for the entire NBA. And then after the season, we're going to review the entire Thunder season and do their season awards. But for right now, just the NBA, regular season awards. So let's give it out at the end of the regular season. Who is your MVP? Harden. It's not close. Absolutely. James Harden is my MVP Might as well. be unanimous. Who's your rookie of the year? Simmons, just because. Well, Uh-oh. Even though for me, uh, personally, it's, uh, I'll say Fultz. Even though for me, uh, it's uh, 
Uh, yeah, this is you personally, you, not yeah, you, Mitchell. Not, not, this this is no longer predictions. Just your your personal opinion. Mine. Oh. Mine would be Harden and Mitchell, and yours would be Harden and Mitchell. Yeah, if I was voting, yeah, that's yeah. not a vote. And th- this does not. You can send us your picks if you want, fans listening. You can send us your picks anytime you want for anything, basketball or otherwise. But for right now, I just want to get our takes on on who we would vote for. Yeah, of course, Harden and Mitchell, Defensive Player of the Year. Who would you vote for? I'd say Paul. He's played a lot of games. Um, I don't think Gobert's played enough. I think you know. He benefits from team defense, um, and uh, you know I don't think it'll be Draymond again. I, I don't think Durant will get it. No, I think uh, Embiid is the one guy. I that's who I got. I got, Joel and he's Embiid. played a lot of games. But I think I think it's still Paul. I've got Joel Embiid. What he's done uh, defensively, the steals, yeah. the deflection, deflections, all yeah. that. I think he's that done matters, and I think and I can get totally it. see that happening. But I've got Joel Embiid, Coach of the Year. I've got Brad Stevens from the Celtics. Uh, I got Dwayne Casey Raptors okay. just because of the season number one seed. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's had what they win sixty games, uh, something like something of that nature. Uh, he's yeah. had an incredible season, and nothing to take away from the him. the way he revitalized that team. Yeah, he's been an incredible coach all year long. I give him tons of credit. But Brad Stevens, the things that he's been able to do yeah, with that <laughs> with this roster, the way it's changed from five minutes into the season, it's changed. Yeah, it's changed so much that I just cannot not give him the nod it's incredible what he's done yeah but i i, th- I think it goes to casey just because of what he's done with the that raptors, team the raptors have won uh excuse me the raptors have won 59 games oh 59 one off but i i think i think the raptors coach gets it i i mean yeah you can give it to uh steven just i think that this year is no done, wrong answer i think the top three of steven or you can even get to the sixers coach Oh, because that's they true. I'd go top four. There's no wrong answer. I'd say I'd say Stevens is not a wrong answer. I'd say your answer is not a wrong answer. And then I'd also throw in Quinn Snyder. I don't think that would be a bad choice either. Yeah. Especially what he's had to deal with with a young team. No real stars outside of Donovan Mitchell who no one expected to be a star. And, they didn't and how much Utah did Utah be in the playoffs? Exactly. How much did his coaching factor into Donovan Mitchell becoming a star? I think that he, what he's, he's good done, with wings. Yeah. What he's done is incredible. So I think he could be coach of the year. But I pick Brad Stevens. So finally. We've gotten through it. If you've listened this long, an hour and 30 minutes, send us a tweet. Let us know so we can give you some recognition. <laughs> I survived. Because that was impressive. If you listen to us drone on about the NBA and give you an in-depth preview of everything from the Utah series to the which entire Which could all change playoffs, in one week, yeah. <laughs> which could all change in, in two days yeah. whenever we record the podcast for the next two games to Nick Hollison rants that you had to suffer through before we got to the real stuff. And beyond. Thank you for listening. Tweet us your picks at Loud City Pod for the entire bracket for the players of the year. And tweet us questions, tweet us opinions, rip us, say we're idiots, say we're smart, <laughs> do whatever you'd like to do. Again, at Loud City Pod. You can find my personal Twitter where I, where I tweet much more at Ryland underscore Styles. That's at R Y L A N underscore S T I L E S. And you cannot find Xavier on Twitter. That's that's something we're trying to work on with him. Yeah, you'll find me on the dark web. On <laughs> the dark web. Don't say that. Yeah. No, no, we're not <laughs> FBI. No, nah. not on the dark web. No, nah, just not a watching the game. Fake news. Well, just can, like everyone else. You can find him just on his couch watching the games. Yeah. Writing down his takes and, and waiting to give them to you on this very podcast. So thank you for listening. You can find this podcast wherever you are. 
however you may be listening, you can please, please, please give us a review, uh, rate, and a subscribe. I think that's what you're supposed to say after podcasts. Yeah. Right? Something like that. Something about subscribing and, and, and loving us, even if you hate and us. And the likes. Yeah. yeah, the likes. Stars, I think it is. Thank you all for listening. If you've listened to us for the past two shows, when we really got started, I appreciate it greatly. We are looking to get more and more content out there and make this a regular thing. So without further ado, we'll see you next time and thunder up, everybody.